Okay, hello everyone. So welcome to the very, very first episode of the Speak Up podcast organized by Isaac and Help University. Uh, I'm Yongjie, your host for tonight. And first and foremost, allow me to introduce you to two of our lovely guests, speakers, Miss Janice, the co-founder of Sheffield Executive that offers talent solutions and recruitment services. And also Miss Yinsi, the co-founder of Intern Spoon, which is a social platform that matches businesses to interns. And not to mention, we also have two virtual, two virtual volunteers of Speak Up Summer 2021, who are Esti and Xu Wen here with us tonight. So you guys can say hi to the audience. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. All right. Thank you so much. And so the topic that we are going to talk about tonight is how to use your education skills and also how to choose your ideal career. So speaking of an ideal career, I'm sure there are a lot of us who are still exploring about passion, how to gain satisfaction and also eventually increase in a sense of pride in what we do, right? As we can see, there are often a linkage between passion and career when we are choosing a career pathway. So for the very, very first question, right, I'm just going to direct to our dear guest speakers, uh, Ms. Nisi and also Ms. Janice, like, so could you share with us, like, you know, uh, in overall, how do we identify our passion? Okay, thank you very much for having me um, here today. So uh, very good evening to everyone. Actually, for me, it was very simple. How did I identify my career was um, uh, a little bit background. I'm an accountant by profession. So um, at back then, when I choose my career, uh, to me, what I know that I like... I like figures. So after speaking with some friends and, and relatives and, and family, then they were like, oh, okay, let's, that, why don't you do accounts? It's not like something that, you know, it, it's something that always be around. So, so from there, then I just pursue my career in uh, accountancy. It's something I don't regret. If given a choice again, I would choose that again because I think it's very interesting um, I can understand the company better and study the company better and um, strategize how to move forward so I kind of like what I'm doing right now even though yes I did a career switch into intern spoon right now so if you are looking for a passion you must enjoy doing it it is something that you must enjoy doing it um, that gives you the satisfaction when you accomplish that project so um, this is why I did a career switch and prior to that, why I have chose uh, accounting, it's because of simple, simple logic that I like figures. So back to you, Yongjie. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, I think like passion is uh, pretty much more than just liking something, right? As you say, like it's more of like fulfilling that contentment, uh, the satisfaction within us, bringing us to a whole other level of feeling, uh, I would say. Uh, and now I'll pass it to Miss Janice. So yes, what's your view on like, identifying your passion? Thank you so much, Yongjie. Um, for me, passion and career actually grows with you. So it's easy for you to, first of all, ensure that you identify with what you like and what part of certain um, you know, aspiration that comes to you and what makes interesting part of you know, assignment perhaps you know, when you're dealing with assignments and when you're a student, right, you can actually ask yourself simple, authentic questions and, um, and answer authentically, right? For example, you can say, which part of managing, you know, my work assignments um, and subjects that I could 
perhaps enjoy or struggle most. So questions like that can sometimes lead you to what you like and self-discovery as part of the journey. So if let's say you, you find yourself answering, perhaps you may say, I have always loved writing. And I find that I'm a strong writer, but even if as a strong writer, I sometimes struggle with ideas and I'm, you know, always challenging myself with critical thinking or creative thinking. I like giving answers that are not really plain, but I find ways to explore. And I have a tendency to um, enjoy uh, reading a lot and, and find myself having to work hard and although it's hard work, it's hard work but I find it really really challenging and I enjoy that then from there you know what you are skewed towards in terms of your interests um, overall if you if I mean I may say that education is actually a part of a self-discovery journey process so um, in terms of this journey itself whether you are starting as an undergraduate you know education, or you are actually uh, looking for a program that you want to graduate with, or, or whether you have worked, you know, um, over a certain years, and then you decide you want to switch fields, right? So um, the self-discovery journey is always part and parcel of mm-hmm. um, where you start, and that actually shapes your future goal. So when you find yourself, you know, your interests and your skills matches, and your values, right? Find out your values and find out your own personality. It's really hard to go wrong. So education is definitely a must, I, I feel. You know, um, it, it gives you, um, it aids yourself forward and don't miss that part for education opportunity. Yeah, I really like, uh, like your points uh, on like, you also mentioned about like, maybe like setting yourself out of the comfort zone and also finding and exploring yourself, right? I think that's a very, very important part of like uh, finding our passion because passion does not really like just come to you. It's more, as you say, it's like an exploratory process. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. Some, sometimes people take even up to like, say 20 years to, to like find their passion, finally find something that they really, really want to do. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, to your point, right, Yongjie, you mentioned that, you know, um, passion can take a long time to find and figure out. It is true. Um, and, and you can have more than one passion. So I think um, to the point of Yinsi, she has graduated from accounting and then she moved on into doing something different, right? Uh, myself, I come from a creative line in terms of my background. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so that itself um, uh, is somewhat, you know, interesting to, to find myself looking at what I'm interested in and, and somehow, you know, the, the people personality and the uh, interest in uh, working with people uh, grew in me and that's something that I decided, you know, be more exploratory and um, take on a role in the consulting side and find yourself immersed in it and you do well and you can grow from there as well. Maybe I can add on to Janice's point. Like, I think um, some of you who have, you know, a different passion or different role, uh, but I think one of the important points is this passion will be your motivation. So how are you going to use that passion to actually help you to make money? That is very important because passion cannot help you to sustain. Passion and hobby, they cannot help you to sustain, right? Um, if you just do it like uh, as, you know, normal, but why not um, turn it into sus- something that can help you sustain as a side income? So for example, like 
I have a, a psychology uh, student who is studying psychology right now, still studying a final year. And we did see her, her passion on the art sense. She's very creative. So we just tell her, you know, why don't I assign you as my contract um, designer? So every month, uh, we will pay you X amount of money kind of contract based so it's kind of like between 600 to 800 um, so she can work at the comfort of her home um, she just need to produce uh, manage her time to produce the digital um, designs and that it's a way to actually help you to create a side income using your passion and your hobby so having passion itself you need to know how to make it profitable yeah in that sense probably SD can relate better. <laughs> yeah, since SD is from the entrepreneurship background also, right? Yeah. And yes, I think that's uh, quite an important point to put also because like speaking about reality, right? Passion, sure, like it's good to have a passion, but it's also good to have realism in terms of like what we do uh, when we are moving ourselves towards our passion, right? We still need uh, money to sustain ourselves. We still need, you know, that spiritual comfort from you know achieving our passions getting our passions and what we uh what in miss in talked about uh just now was more towards like integrating passion into like say career right uh and how we can uh get sustainability and also like uh, con- uh contentment from it and speaking about like careers uh right i think we can get some perspective from the local virtual volunteers too uh, regarding like what is career from your point of view as of like the current stage that you are stage of life that you're in so I think maybe I can direct this question to Shu Wen first. Thank you Yongjie. So from my perspective it's similar to Yinfi's point of view so primarily a career is all about using our strengths and our passions to make at least a decent living and also opportunities for self-development. So, for example, if you're a salesperson, right, you enjoy communicating with people around you, with the customers, and you have the strength to help you to gain sales. You will feel capable, right? So when you feel capable, you'll be motivated to do the tasks assigned to you. So continuous self-development comes in where you keep improving yourself like you want to become a better salesperson, a trustable one. So yeah, to sum up, in my opinion, a career is to earn money, um, to sustain all basic necessities for myself and maybe for my family members with some allocation for investment or maybe rainy days. So besides, I would choose a career path which enables me to grow like to become a better version of myself. Yeah, that's all from me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shuwen. And I think like uh, SD can go ahead and add on. All right. A career is a thing that I will be continuously doing it for the two out of three of my lifetime. So it must be something that I really love. Yes, that's my definition of career. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, ST. And like speaking of career and everything, right? I think uh for for us university students, you local virtual volunteers and also me la, I'm a university student too. Uh I think the very probably the first touch point for most of us in terms of like our career or and also like finding our passion, maybe work experience or so is uh through internship, right? 
So in the internship process, I think the high school students are mostly like not clear about the process of it, uh, whether uh, how it's going to go and also like uh, how the interview process go, what are they looking for. So to clear this up for those high school students, uh, I think I can direct this question to our guest speakers, uh, Miss Nancy and Miss Janice, on like some of the common questions uh, asked by the students. Lah. Like, uh, what are the interviewers uh, searching for within a person when they are recruiting for someone? Okay, so maybe I can take that up you know, in terms of preparing you for your interview, um, you know, preparedness. Generally, I would say that um, when you are a new graduate and that you are, um, you have the understanding of your own coursework and you have the understanding of your own project or industrial training that you have, you know, gone through and you understand what made you successful so far, and what are the gaps that you need to keep on learning? Um, so more importantly, you need to understand uh, what were the takeaway um, that you get from your journey in your education. Your education is, you know, pretty long. It's, it's two years, three years, uh, depending on the course that you take, right? Some can even be even further, including of all the industrial um, you know, internship that you go through. So um, more importantly, understand yourself in terms of um, your, your journey and your education takeaway and understand how you have actually through those years impacted others and impacted yourself. Um, understand your own work style and your own habitual um, forming, you know, because everybody studies differently and everybody enjoys certain coursework and not every education uh, uh, activity is something that you enjoy particularly or like, right? You, you can pick and choose what you like and what you don't quite like. So um, if you're interviewing for your position, right, you can talk about how your education learning uh, journey or project experience has helped you be successful in meeting specific job requirement. You link it and outline, you link the outline to the uh, company's job posting uh, requirements, right? So, Assure the interviewer that you have the skills and uh, that your training um, experience has uh, allowed you to fulfill certain duties and you are able to exceed expectations, right? Um, some of the skills that you learn through your education are actually quite helpful uh, for variety of situation. I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So um, what, what comes to my mind is people skills and teamwork skills. So when you do work uh, in your, your, your learning journey, you have these interactive activities um, that will help you propel yourself forward when you're working in a team environment or teamwork, uh, uh, you know, that is expected of you. And your critical thinking and problem-solving skills, you can talk about that, how those, um, uh, you know, experiences of yours can help you analyze the information, Right. And certain coursework will rely on uh, attention to details, right? Especially if you're in engineering, you're in accounting, all this attention to details or creative solutioning as part of your coursework, for example, will help you deal with severe challenges on the job. So you can talk about those um, experiences to give you a more confidence uh, in terms of how you're going to undertake the new, you know, job and the, the job scope itself. So, 
some of the other um, aspects would be taking lead, right? Um, you talk about how you've gone through resilience. You talk about the discipline that you uh, had to apply, for example, and the harmony that you need to bring forward with how you work with your other teammates, yeah, despite the challenges um, and make it work and how you score at the end of the day and how everything comes together. They're all very relatable to the characteristics of what the job function nature, you know, requires. So that is going to ace you for your interview. Yeah, from, from what I heard from you, it's more of like understanding uh, both sides, right? So one side is more about oneself and the qualities that you can get uh, from aspects such as uh, education that you mentioned. Yeah, education and uh, maybe like some of your personal values and skills that uh, you have practiced and also researching and understanding about like what the actual job requirement is and linking them both together and if that is done well, you know, then like they can ace through that process, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about, you know, how you understand what the role requires and being confident in knowing your own uh, personal, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a self-discovery uh, when you do your education, right? So yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think like uh, there's also one thing that, high school students mis, uh, misconceptualize uh, a little bit in terms of um, they think that the field of study that they are going for uh, should be kind of their career that they are going for. So I think we can also like clarify through this podcast uh, to them uh, that it is not that rigid and maybe uh, if it's possible, Yinsi, do you want to like uh, give it a go in term, uh, for this question? All right, so... Uh, I think Janice have pointed out a very important point, which is the characteristics. So when it comes to internship process, right? Um, what, yes, your whatever you're studying, your university lecturer will want you to be in that um, kind of related field. So for example, if you're doing engineering, then um, it has to be in an engineering firm for you to, you know, skill. The reason being is just um, they sometimes why we choose that course is because of what we have seen in the market. Taking, um, let's say, uh, Production House, for example, you always see how cool these YouTubers um, produce their, their uh, products and everything. Um, but the back end of preparation work, um, the brainstorming and whatsoever, it's a lot. But the thing is, uh, some students, might just think that you know in a uh it's a preparation work of uh maybe few weeks can settle those kind of thing um and you would think that oh if i'm a production crew i just need to uh do uh the editing or i just need to probably work out the coordination part but in reality it's not so when you join um this kind of production house because of what you're studying, let's say video editing or, or uh, film productions or, or something related, or it could be something that you want to try on. And you realize, you know, um, what you're studying and the reality is very different. Uh, that will give you a little sense of directions, like whether you want to continue this as a career path. Um, this is why internship process is very important. It's a way, a place for you to discover yourself. Because sometimes, like, let's say I'm an accountant, but after I do this internship, I really don't like 
being auditor. I really don't like being account. So what can I do um, that is still relate back to what I'm studying uh, uh, in that sense? So probably um, what we can look into is companies that are into data analytics or even um, the fintech industry that is still relatable. It's not running too far off. So um, because we, we are always being, um, how do you say, boxed up in our perceptions and families' perceptions, um, parents' perceptions that you study accounts, you have to be an accountant. Um, so, well, things change. Uh, so that's why your direction changed. And maybe because you realize the reality is not what you want and it's not something that you enjoy, then um, you want to start finding something that you know provides you the satisfaction. Because a lot of times what we have seen in the market is... Um, I'm very passionate doing about this, but I'm doing something else as my career because that helps me sustain, but my passion cannot generate income to me first yet at that moment of time. So um, I would say that um, internship does helps you build up the characteristic as well. What employers are always looking at um, now, a lot of the employers are not looking out on what you have studied, but rather are you coachable? So your characteristic, if it's very strong and um, hard-headed and you don't like to, uh, you can't adapt to change um, things like, uh, let's say I give uh, Yong Jae a task that is out of his jurisdiction, but he just said that uh, I don't want to do this. Um, it's just telling you that this person is not willing to grow. This person is not willing to learn. Um, then I wouldn't want this to happen in my company because um, we all want to grow together. That is, if, we, if one person is not growing and the team is growing, then you are going to be left behind. So having these um, things that it's going on, internship will be a discovery role for you to see whether, um, a teaser, I would say, whether you want to get yourself into this industry or not. Yeah. I, so, I like to add on, yeah. right? Um, yes, Yinze, internship is really a good, um, you know, opportunity to get to know uh, whether whatever you have learned, you know, how you're going to apply it. And, um, you know, it's, it's very powerful because, mm. you know, um, overall knowledge is definitely um, a, a learning competency that you uh, would find that the entire learning is not tied to the kind of education uh, as per se, but more importantly, it's how you actually acquire the knowledge, right? So um, it's, it's, yeah. about, it's about, I guess, if I break it down, it'll be three parts, right? The mm. three parts would be first, firstly acquiring the knowledge and the knowledge awareness. And that actually builds the comprehension, the understanding, you know, how you describe about um, uh, what you know, how you recall, how you recognize, how you actually explain, summarize, or investigate, right? Um, the aspects of uh, the, the, the key learning uh, skills of the nature or function of a certain education coursework that you actually undertake, right? And having all that knowledge and information, you would then go through the next stage, which is application. And application of this acquired knowledge is where the internship really, really comes in because that's where you find ways to demonstrate and you can perform 
you illustrate, you know, what you've already acquired. Sometimes uh, internship comes in at a certain level of your whole education and that allows you to understand before you go into the real journey out there, you know, you, you acquire some knowledge to prepare you. And following that itself, very, very important, you need to be reflective, right? Um, whether or not we want to be aware or self-aware, um, that expression is actually part of a learning journey. And it's super important because only with that activity of reflection is taken, one can truly grow and can see how, you know, they can uh, make an impact. And from there, that self-understanding and self-analyzing, you can then bring about the next level. So you can actually see where you need to improve next, where you need to upskill further, you, you know, to acquire further knowledge, or where you need to practice more. Um, and, and of course, at that point, uh, your, your career or whatever you study is never locked in, right? You can pivot as well, you know, in terms of uh, what is your goal then? What are your values? What are your beliefs? It can never be taken away and, and it's never a waste. I think people should not feel that, hey, you know, uh, I'm very, very worried if I were to take on a, uh, a course, I do not know what I like. You know, a lot of young people will go like, I do not know how to get help in selecting the right course, right? Um, and which right course is best suit for me because I don't want to make a mistake, right? Um, and, and I find that when it comes to selecting a course, um, perhaps, first of all, identify your, your nature, your personality, your skills, interests, values. And then uh, like what Yinzi is saying, you know, money is also important. Like you got to determine yourself. Some people are super ambitious about, you know, I need to make as much money as I can, right? Like some young people are, are of that nature. Whereas some young people are like, I need to make sure that, you know, what I do, the work that I do impact greater good, right? There's no right or wrong. And, and of course, you know, everyone is different and every uh, role has its outstanding opportunity for you to excel and do well and cause gain financially and how you contribute to the world as well and to people. So you got to, first of all, seek out, understand the job performance or the job function, understand what does an outstanding performance of the role really, really means, right? I think a lot of people do not realize that. And then they, they think that, hey, you know, the grass is so green and, and they do this and then they realize that, hey, hang on. I need to start all over from the scratch. You know, I just want to get there. I want to get there, but they don't realize that it's a journey, right? So you must understand what, what it means to you so that you're more clear and seek out the academics opportunities that and activities that relates to your career interests. Because some career, you may need to travel a lot, right? Some career, if you want to progress, you need to see yourself advancing forward in um, embarking on a journey that takes you traveling. Um, if you're not prepared to do that, then be well aware that that's the journey, right? Um, otherwise, you might get very, uh, you might not get, feel very fulfilled, right? Rather than um, uh, be feeling fulfilled, right? Connect with your career development consultants, yeah? Um, and, and those, uh, you know, help will, will basically point you the right direction um, and, and, you know, not to worry, your uh, future is not locked in, okay? I, I don't want people to think that, hey, you know, uh, if I take on this major, 
um, my career path is locked in and I've spent so much money in this education and, and, and it's a waste and I have to stick to it because I think there are countless of stories of graduates, right? Um, finding their professional bliss in areas outside their major study, right? Or field of study. So um, don't, don't think that is necessarily so. I mean, I am an example, right? I am an interior architectural design major field. And I didn't exactly go all the way in that path. Um, and, and I find that, you know, I'm now in human resources career and I'm particularly des- enjoying uh, design work. Instead of designing houses or spatial architectural design, I like to design career work and life, right? So since life is a continuous learning journey, so if you have a mental uh, interest to continue acquiring the education, there will be no limitation to expanding your learning and building your own expertise. So keep going. Um, Maybe I can add on a little bit like uh, if someone it's really not sure or, or as a student um, just finish high school if you're not very sure like um, is this industry the right industry for you um, now because a lot of um, industrial talks that's happening that's on the web uh, that you can go and you know join all these talks to give you a little bit of um, glimpse of what is the industry sometimes uh, they can they share you things that um, that is very different. It, so that can actually help you to pave better, like whether I want to go for accountancy or I want to go for, you know, programmers or interior design, um, those areas. Um, that will be a faster route to help you discover whether this is what you want or not. Yes, I absolutely love the point that, uh, that, that are coming from uh, Miss Nancy and so Miss Janice. And you know what I keep hearing in my in my mind, like I keep hearing that these these things are not taught in schools. You know, <laughs> these things are not taught in schools. It's always like uh have to be explored ourselves. And I'm really glad that you guys came for this podcast to like uh share your views on this, so that you know uh the youth nowadays can actually get this information and help build, develop themselves better in their future. Yeah. Recently, I came to know of a young uh, professional and, and she's in HR herself, right? So as I was talking to her, she says that, um, you know, I major in mass communications mm-hmm. and um, that's something that I thought I enjoy doing, you know, mass comm. But you know what? I, I really enjoy HR and I, I find that it's, it's so connected because I'm constantly communicating with people and, and, and I love engaging with people. So so, so nobody would really think mass comm connects to HR, right? <laughs> Usually you study HR, you know, or feel of psychology yeah. to, to enjoy and love yeah. people, right? Hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, on my side too, like I was actually from a culinary background. I went to like kitchen and everything. You know what? The most successful chefs out there are those that are not from the culinary art school. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. Yeah, it always happens like that for, 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 for me also. Right. And I think uh, for now, I will direct uh, the focus towards the local virtual volunteers. And I'm pretty sure uh, as of I, what I heard last time is that both of you have not went into your internship period, right? You may have your doubts and concerns, you know, before applying uh, for a job or even an internship. So I think like it's a good opportunity for the both of you to ask uh, any doubts or concerns on your side 
to both Miss Nancy and so Miss Janice, and maybe Miss Nancy and Miss Janice can also like uh, give them some suggestion or advice uh, to move forward. And I think this will also be a good sharing for the audience too, right? So I think like I'll open it, this up to both Shuwen and SD, Uh, if you have any like doubts and concerns that you want to share. All right, maybe I'll go first. Thanks, Yongjie. So yeah, I just want to share my experience. So for me personally, when I was applying for a job last time as a salesperson after at my SPM, my first concern was that I worried that I could not perform well on the task assigned to me. I think this is due to me having no prior working experience and I was not sure if I was capable enough. So I, I would question myself, am I capable? Like, am I the right person for this job? Like something like that. Yeah, so just now I shared like, my concern from my past experience. So now I'd like to share like my concern if I would be applying for a long-term job after my graduation. So I guess my concern is about no work-life balance as because I do have a family member who work extended hours and even working on weekends, so which is really scary. And more Moreover, nowadays, more and more people are transitioning to work from home, which also lead to challenging work-life balance. It becomes increasingly more difficult to separate your work and your personal life, right? So, so my concerns are basically about my capability or my competency to meet the job requirement and no work-life balance in long term. Yep, that's from me. I think um, I'm going to help answer on this aspect, right? I think more importantly, um, well, how how would I say this? Life would have different um, journey, right? And also what we are prepared to do and uh, when we are prepared to do, right? Certain things. Um, We all have uh, circumstances um, within our family that um, may take certain priorities first, right, at some point in our life, whereby um, we, we cannot uh, put ourselves to say, hey, we got to work all out, you know, and go chase that career and travel everywhere if the job requires us to be at everywhere, for example. Um, the reality is we need to make it work by understanding what we are going through who we are, like, I, like, like I've said just now, right, I'm, I'm going to f- always fall back to those reasoning of having to always um, look within yourself and understand, you know, who you are, understand your present state and um, where you need to, to focus and prioritize. So there's no right and wrong, yeah. Um, I think, first of all, um, maybe you were quite young, right, at that time that you were not very confident about your own uh, ability. But I, I would say that everyone will go through like you, right? Um, more importantly, you are given the opportunity. And sometimes when we get into a fearful feeling, instead of focusing on the fearful fact that we don't know enough, we feel lacking or we feel inadequate as much because we are still, you know, trying to learn. Instead of having to focus on that, uh, perhaps turn to understanding of this is an exciting opportunity. Yes, I don't know very much, but I'm so grateful that this is 
an opportunity for me to be able to try. Somebody is willing to give me the chance to um, showcase what I could perhaps do, right? You can make mistakes and, um, and just make sure that the mistakes are not, you know, mistakes that you, you, you are not careful about. But if you're careful of yourself and how you make the effort, uh, I think, you know, even if you make a mistake, right, I'm sure your boss will be really, really appreciative that you have owned up to what you have done and how you have contributed. So from my side, I think um, sometimes they are giving you this because they, this task is because they feel that um, they, trust, they, they have that trust that you can do it because they trust your capability. Because sometimes you never try, you never know. Just like what Janice said, like, rather than focusing on the fear part, you want to enhance it and take it as an opportunity. Um, so in, in my past career life, um, actually when I did a switch from um, auditor to forensic auditing, right, it's also because of the opportunity and um, there was a lot of opportunity given by my partners, senior partners and everything. And they, to me, sometimes you may not like it, uh, but you never know because it's just that you are putting a perception to yourself. If it's something, you know, it's something you believe you would, um, put in extra hours and um, search about it because once if you are able to produce out the outcome and it is acknowledged by everyone you can you will feel that satisfaction um, to that will actually motivate you to go further so and in terms of work-life balance I do agree with Janice like everyone have their different priorities um, at this point of time, a lot of uh, when I was younger uh, in in my audit field, I do spend a lot of time um, working because to me, it feels like if I don't put in extra hours um, to understand the company, then an extra effort to it, then then uh, when will I do that? I I wouldn't want to wait until I'm very old. Only I will push myself again. That by that time you'll be too tired to actually you know push yourself forward so um right now probably when you're young you might want to um focus on building your career your network sometimes it does involve in extra hours and effort in um which may results of you working late nights then maybe for your family member to her maybe she's putting a few extra time is because she wants to spend time to understand it better um maybe to her this is what I want and, you know, I want to pursue better in my career. So I'm, I'm putting it extra hours. It's not like I don't have work-life balance. I do or uh, it's just that I, I want to focus on my career, right? But in terms of work-life balance, it's also about you, how you're going to separate yourself to it. Like, what, like right now, working from home is even worse because there's no, you know, time cut off. Uh, so it's uh, how you separate yourself as well. On the other aspect of work, and life, right? Um, I, I think I, I also, because I come across um, a lot of candidates, you know, who's looking for a job and looking for career, they always, you know, sometimes say um, work-life balance, right? So I think work-life balance is basically what you want as your balance, generally. Everybody has got the same hours, Everybody has got a family and loved ones and, and work as well. Um, and everybody has got their aspiration, their personal commitment and where they see themselves 
in the future and, and how they are thriving and driving. So the work-life balance is all about what you're prepared to do. So if you imagine a circle, a circle, right? And this particular circle has um, like a clock, right? If you put more hours at work and career, you know that because you put more hours in your work and career, that's going to grow. If you put more hours in your family, right, that's going to grow. If you put a lot of hours in your, your area of enjoyment and entertainment, that's going to grow, right, with more enjoyment and entertainment. So you need to be very clear at this point, for example, right, uh, uh, you at your own age, you, you can then define, okay, what's important to me now, now? And then you define what kind of work and life balance you're prepared to do. I think more importantly, uh, you need to know, uh, you know, now, now, especially on our pandemic and COVID time, everybody is working from home, right? And we don't need to travel out as far or, or it's just too easy to sit in our table working and working and working beyond hours as well. I think more importantly uh, is to understand um, health, good health, right? Uh, balance, knowing what is uh, your health component um, and then uh, have that understanding of when to start, when to cut off so that you, you have got a good mental well-being, um, health well-being as well, yeah, um, so that you're able to balance and not find yourself totally skewed towards just work and no life at all. You know, it has to be a balance, but you, you need to understand what you're prepared to do, like I said. So some, when some people say, oh, I want work-life balance, right? then it may come across like, what do you mean? You mean you want more um, personal enjoyment and entertainment to increase and decrease your commitment to work. Uh, maybe that's not the way you want to phrase it, right? Maybe a better word, maybe I, I want to, um, you know, understand the kind of commitment that I'm going to bring to the table and so that I know how do I balance my time. Yeah. It's never going to be balanced. I, yes, I can tell you that. It's never going to be balanced. It's, it's, it's depending on what priority you want. Yes. Agree, agree. It's, it's just the priority part. Yes. Thank you so much for your insights. Yeah, I learned a lot. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Nancy. Thank you, Miss Jennings, for those interesting points. Yeah, like life balance. There's always, how to say, the, the, the middle point is always like very slim only right like you move a little bit then it's like it's not balanced anymore and it's like so difficult to like uh find that point la. yeah and i definitely do agree with a lot of your points and i love like the uh sharing that all of you have done today uh including the local virtual volunteers i will have to close this space right now and we are coming close to uh this podcast that we are doing so with that i would like to say my appreciations to uh miss Cincy and miss jennings for joining us today and sharing about, you know, uh, passion, internship, and also our career path. And definitely, I believe that this inform these informations will help the high school students out there that are, like, not clear about uh, this aspect to, like, get a better understanding lah, and to help them in their future. With that, I think uh, I will close this space here and... Thank you, audiences, too, for tuning in to this episode. And I hope you have enjoyed as much as uh, we did here. And so please do take care, stay safe, and have a wonderful day ahead. So bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye.